in China podcast, where a British and an American girl satisfy all your curiosity and questions about what it's like to live in China today. And now your hosts, Holly and Nora. Hey, everybody! Hello. I wonder what they're doing out there as they're listening to our show. <laughs> uh, riding bikes. Driving, taking the dog for a walk. Yes, yes. Whatever you're doing, thanks for joining us today. We yes. have a good episode in store for you. So, what's going on in China this week, Holly?、Mm-hmm. So,、um, this、uh, headline comes from the Shanghaiist, and this is about an elderly woman who throws coins into the, a plane's engine to pray for a safe flight. Oh no! Yeah. So.、Um, The flight was meant to leave Pudong International Airport,、um, and on the way on, onto the airplane,、uh, an elderly woman, she's about eighty, eighty years old, threw、um, coins into the plane's engine,、um, <gasps> uh, basically t- to make sure that the flight arrived safely. And、um, <laughs> so, allegedly, this lady is a, a Buddhist, and this, I don't know if this is a standard practice for Buddhists.、Um, This is I've never heard about like this kind of story before, and so obviously the flight was grounded, and it took the engineers like four hours to fish the money out of the engine, and there was only about one point seven yuan, but I, it was all in like spare change, and th- some of those coins are very very small, so I guess、uh, I guess they got everything out,、um, and the plane left、um, about five hours later. Um, but the lady was not allowed to go on the flight, obviously.、Uh, was, <laughs> or any other, or flight, any other flight ever. ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>、um, there was a follow-up article that said the Shanghai police had decided not to、uh, like press charges or anything like that,、um, even though a worker of the airline said that the delay had caused、um, a one million yuan,、uh, yeah, d- cost like delay. Oh, yeah,、um, yeah. So if they they add like the police added that that some other reason they weren't gonna press charges were because obviously she's already an old lady, <laughs> but that she doesn't have a criminal record or a history of mental illness. I would argue that maybe she does now. <laughs>、um, It just wasn't recorded, I guess. Right. Yeah. They, um. Obviously. Well, as always, these things have gone viral on Weibo, and people are. Um, there's a lot of like what I would call granny bashing on Weibo. <laughs> like we've talked a bit in the past about how、um, you know in China you should you know there's a lot of respect for older people as there should be in all cultures. I, I should add,、um, but particularly in China, you know.、Um, but there's a lot of there's a lot of dissing of el- of elder like of elders going on on. Uh, especially on Weibo, like pe- you know, older people expecting younger people to move for them, like on the bus, and give them special treatment. And a lot of young people say, "No, sling your rock," type thing. <laughs> well, there's a huge generational gap between, which we've discussed in other episodes、mm. as well. Just like between the gener, like even just in two or three generations here in China, what. The lifestyle was、right. like, and what the country looked like for those grannies、mm-hmm. of today was a completely different scenario than what we're living in today.、Definitely. I mean, I don't know if there's a a place on the planet that has witnessed such a dramatic shift because it's like, okay, 
people talk about how technology has rapidly changed the world in the last 20 years, Mm -hmm. but add that to just the massive economic, like, structural shift in China, and it's, and then the fact that, like, actually China technologically in a lot of ways is more advanced than the West, so it's, like, even faster than the shift that happened in the West, it's Mm -hmm. already happened in China, and so it's, like, this crazy sped up, so these people who are grannies today, they're so different from the the grandchildren like we had a i remember you brought a story before it was like the grandson bought his grandmother like a louis vuitton or like a gucci bag and then she liked it because she could like store her raw fish yeah yeah she was shopping and just putting like yeah fish like a whole a whole (laughs) fish in there just like chucked it yeah this is like what you're dealing with like this granny has no idea and probably would be just completely flabbergasted if she had found out the cost behind a bag like that. So, yeah, there's a lot of, like, funny mishaps that happen between the generations here in China today. (laughs) Yeah, I would be... I I, I know it's it's never going to happen, but I would love to be able to interview one of these, like, like older people to see what they think about the the younger generations. Because I imagine that they just see younger people in China as just massively, like, privileged and, I don't know, just totally taking advantage of their situation, I think. Well, yes and no. Yeah, like, I definitely agree, except for that they are the ones spoiling them rotten, too. Oh, yeah, the babies especially. Yeah, 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 like, you see those grannies, they don't even let them... You know, Mm -hmm. whenever I take Dahlia outside for, you know, whatever reason they're they're always scolding me for one thing or another oh she's crying i'm like yeah i know she's crying just give her a second and she'll be fine but they like rush over yeah like sometimes she just needs to cry or like she needs to figure it out herself but they're like constantly on her or like she's not wearing enough clothes or she wants you to pick her up and so they're constantly like scolding me for not being attentive enough to my baby Mm. and so it just shows you that they're just like overly attentive and like overly spoiling the kids so they do of course they do wrap them in cotton wool don't they and there's that they call it the little emperor syndrome like how they just especially with the one child policy although obviously that's changed now um, most grandparents only have one grandchild, and they just treat them like the like emperors. Like, and there's know, also the, like the competition between the two um, yeah, like sides, like the mother's parents and the father's <laughs> parents. Like, which grandparents are gonna spoil them the most? <laughs> A like, grandparent off. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The uh. great grandparent off. <laughs> <laughs> that would make a good TV show. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, a lot of spoiled kids. Spoiled, spoiled, spoiled. Yeah. Craziness. Well, I'm surprised how this old granny got so close to the plane's engine that she could throw coins inside. Like, what kind of operation are we running here where you can anybody can just walk up and, like, toss gum or whatever they want to into the engine? Yeah, it's a bizarre situation. And actually, the article doesn't, doesn't explain, like, how she managed to do it. Um... <laughs> just that she did (laughs) i think they should have at least given her a fine like Mm -hmm. i mean if she caused a million rem and b worth of damage then at least just like symbolically give her a fine because i mean you can't just let her off the hook just because like oh she didn't know better i mean who the heck yeah 
I mean, this is pretty, it's pretty obvious that throwing coins into an engine is going to hurt the engine. So, like, if you've got money enough to get on a plane, like, mm. you've got money enough to pay fines for your ignorance, I think. Yeah, or our family do. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if you, uh, I'm not sure if I mentioned this in the last episode or whether you've read it yourself, but there was a story um, recently about a woman who tries on a jade bracelet and the bracelet breaks in two, and then the seller says that was worth three hundred thousand RMB, and the woman faints. Oh, crap. yeah! And she's taken like she's taken out. Of, I mean, I I think I don't think she was putting on. I've seen like clips and stuff. Obviously, she just totally panics. Um, and the family have offered to pay like say seventy thousand, but even, I mean to anyone that's a lot of money. Um, yeah. Crazy, hmm. but a lot of you hear of a lot of these stories where family mem families. I mean, we've you know you we know about the how important the family is in China, like in China. So they'll they'll you know they'll get the money together. That seems really suspicious. It about does, the doesn't it? Bracelet. A lot of people were like, "Are you kidding me?" Like it was probably thirty yuan, you know. Yeah, yeah. You better be. Damn sure that that's a real jade. Real, I mean, I even because imagine how much jade you would need to. Co- I don't know. I find that very suspicious. Yeah, and I, I would have. I would have thought that those things would have last like, you know, would be strong. I mm-hmm. just to break in half like that. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, let's move on to our question. So it's uh, we're going for a transportation themed episode. So our question this week comes from. Um, Piers, and he asks, oh, he says, Hi guys, I lived in Guangzhou, China for a few years, and now I'm coming back for round two. On my way in, I keep seeing lots of stories about how high-speed rail is expanding all over China, and that a good good number of people uh, now prefer traveling by high-speed train over flying. Have you guys experienced this? Uh, How do you feel about the vast expansion of transport that is constantly happening in China, such as new metro lines, high-speed trains, and trams, etc.? Could you give some tips about how to book transport in China? Love the show. Thanks, Piers. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, well, actually, this this is really well-timed because um, the Shanghai to Beijing bullet train um, just started this week. Uh, So... Yeah, I'm also seeing lots of articles. <laughs> um, so, have you been on a high-speed train? Um, I've only been on the very short train ride from Shenzhen to Guangzhou via high-speed train, which is pretty cool. Like, it only takes about... Uh, when I went, they had one that just went directly from Shenzhen to Guangzhou, and it took 20 minutes, um, which usually it takes at least an hour 15. I think it's, it's what the normal train speed Even is. Even longer, maybe. Yeah, like if you if you take the train, it depends on where you're going, but it, it significantly cuts down the time. If you're driving, it can take you up to three hours to get to Guangzhou, um, depending on traffic, or maybe even longer, but um, yeah, 20 minutes. And I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Um... Buying the tickets was kind of a hassle. It was really confusing at the train station. The train station I is hate not user-friendly. <laughs> there, no. there are special queues for foreigners or set a certain side. There are, there's like A and B, or at least there was when I was there last. And if you go to one side, they'll say, oh, no, you have to use the other one. But there's no sign to say foreigners need to buy tickets in section A or uh-huh. section B, whichever it is. 
Yeah. That whole thing, I, I I feel like it's a mess because you ask. It's like several different companies, but operate. There's no like central part where everybody's mm. got all the information for all the companies. <laughs> you get there and you're like, I want to get basically. I the last time I went there, I went with my parents too, and so I was like dragging them from one side of the station to the other, and we would we just wanted to take a uh, ticket to. We were thinking of going to Shaman or something like that, mm. but um. We couldn't just couldn't even get the information that we needed because we would ask one person, they would tell us one thing, and then we'd ask another person, they would tell us another, and then we'd mm. ask our Chinese friends to check, and there would be a third thing, and we would get to the counter, and they'd say like, "No, we don't have that." <laughs> go to the other counter, and then we go to the other counter. It was just, it was impossible. Yeah. It was so frustrating, and that train station is so huge. It is massive that like when you're walking from one to the other, it took like fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely not convenient at all. No, not at all. I I don't like that place. But the train ride itself, like, if you have the ticket and you're ready to go, I find it really smooth. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I just want to add one thing. Like, traveling during holidays, like, trains especially, is just mental. That Talking of that particular train station, it's already crazy in there. Mm -hmm. But when there's a holiday, it's just, oh, man, it's, it's just impossible yeah <laughs> and pr- um i think it's different now but before you couldn't or foreigners couldn't buy tickets online you had to actually go to the train station mm-hmm. but i know they've changed the system so you can now. yeah i heard also that they're gonna be issuing foreigners some kind of id card mm. yeah i heard that too yeah like that's gonna take so all chinese people have this shenfen jung it's called like this id card and they're they're actually required to carry it around with them at all times mm-hmm. Um, and it, like, sometimes the police will just, like, randomly stop you to check Yeah, especially ID. in the metro stations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if they're looking for somebody, they'll just stop you and go through everybody's card. Um, but for foreigners, obviously, we don't have that. But I've heard that they're going to instate this. So probably mm. once foreigners have that, then they'll be able to buy yeah. the train tickets online more smoothly. Mm. Yeah, because otherwise you have to, like, go there in person. And it's not like you can even buy them for your whole family. You have to bring every person who's going on the trip with you beforehand to show their passports and blah, 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 to get the tickets. So it's Mm -hmm. like wastes a whole day. Yeah. And although they run, I mean, we're talking particularly from Shenzhen to like Guangzhou, those um, uh, journeys, they sell out really quickly. Mm -hmm. So you could go and expect to get on a train at like 2.30 and you you, you might be there even an hour early and they've already gone. Mm. And I've sat in that train station waiting for hours. (laughs) Oh man, yeah. What a mess. (laughs) It's not all bad though. Obviously the train itself is super cool. You get there in 20-25 minutes. Yeah, and going through the countryside is kind of cool too, just to get out of the city and see Mm. a little bit. Because you're like off the Mm. road, so you can see a little bit of the countryside that you don't see when you're taking other forms of yeah. public transport. So. And uh, you get to see the speed on yeah. the dot. Da- the, there's like a what speed speedometer, could you mm-hmm. call it? And it's telling you how fast you're going, which mm-hmm. is super cool. The Those um, bullet trains, they're meant to run about 300 kilometers an hour. Um, but this new one that's running from Shanghai to Beijing can allegedly reach maximum speeds of 400, Ooh. which is really fast. I've heard that on some of those high-speed trains that, like, when you're on it and it gets up to those high speeds that it, like, distorts your reality <laughs> and you feel like you're, like, riding sideways <laughs> or something like that. That would be an I uncomfortable journey, right? I yeah, mean, I don't know. It's like going... 
you know, like Mach 5 or I don't know what they have, like special word for this kind of time warp speed <laughs> thing. <laughs> Light speed. You're going to break like the time barrier or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to find yourself in uh, 1950 something. Yeah, like. just going like, to go through some kind of wormhole and end up somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Um, these um, these new trains they're all they've also got like bunks in and I have you ever been on a sleep train in China? Forget a bullet train, just standard tr- overnight train. I have not. Oh wow, I, I I've done that. That was an experience and yeah. a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we went from um, Yichang to Xi'an. The so Barrett and I and my mum and dad, and we just I don't even think we slept a wink the whole. <laughs> journey how long was the train ride um i think we got on maybe eight o'clock at night and we got off at like six or six thirty in the morning okay well it was it was unpleasant (laughs) to say the least so what happened then i mean like why was everybody so awake well just because you're on this train you can feel it it's not like a smooth journey You, you know you're being like rattled around you feel like you know, you're needing to use duct tape to sort of hold the train together. <laughs> They're not, I mean, the bathroom, The oh my goodness, the bathroom's just gross. I mean, you're on there f- for a good long while, you're probably going to need to use the bathroom a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> it's just gross. Um, I mean, they were just all trains and just, I don't know. And you know, you oh, you can lock the door, but you, you've always got that feeling that there's people about, like, creeping. You've got no <laughs> privacy. Um, were you in a cabin by yourself? We had you... the four of us were together, so uh, yeah. But then you go through stations during the night, and they stop, and the lights are so bright. You know, it's just oh man, I don't know. But these, I saw pictures of the these bunks on the on the bullet train, and it looks so awesome. They're just like little pods, um, you know, like those. Ja- I've never, I mean, I've never seen one in real life, but those like Japanese hotels. Oh yeah, where it's just a bed. Yeah, that's what it's like. I've seen really recently cool. they opened a service like a bus going from San Francisco to LA, I think. It's like an overnight mm, bus. And they cool. also have those like pods. I do that. Yeah, yeah. And they'll drop you off way closer to your destination than like the airport obviously would do. Cool. So it looks pretty nice. And they have like, it has all these amenities and it just looks really fancy. And you're like, it's got, it's like soundproof and it's got like, <laughs> Phone charging station. It's got free Wi-Fi. Cool. You know, it's got. It's all equipped. It looks pretty sweet. Nice, super sweet. Yeah, they're called Cabin, as I saw on Product Hunt. But it looked really cool. Oh, but that would be that. awesome. I took a sleeper bus in China once, and that was also oh, you like did a, a sleeper bus. Yeah, it was a I've similar experience. Like, first of all, the beds were so short. Like, I'm not a tall person. <laughs> And those beds were so short, like, even I was, and then, like, my husband was is way taller oh. than I am, and so he was completely crunched up, and they were so narrow, so, you know, and we're not really, like, large people, but we could not fit in those wow. beds. How does, how, how does, how did they lay that, that on a bus, like, just, it was like, like either side, like, yeah. like, and then there's a, the aisle down the middle, yeah, just, like, Yeah, there's, like, like a super skinny aisle down the middle, <laughs> which, like, anybody who's trying to get from one end of the bus to the other <laughs> is gonna bump into all of the people who are sleeping, <laughs> yeah, like, on it. both levels. So you have to, like, yeah, yeah. And it was, it was also a noisy, and, you know, the lights going by, the curtains didn't really close properly, the air conditioner was like half working, so it'd get really, really cold and then it'd get really hot. 
Um, the, yeah, the whole thing was definitely not a pleasant. We didn't sleep at all. No. Not a pleasant. And they also didn't, like, the bunks didn't lay flat. It was, like, slightly oh. elevated, which I hate. I have to sleep flat. Me too. Me too. Yeah. So it was just, the whole thing was a mess. Total mess. It was, like, sleeper bus. Ha! <laughs> Plus, <laughs> to get... I don't know who arranged it. It was for this rugby... We went to uh, see a rugby tournament in Gulang Yu, which is this, like, little island. Actually, that's really cool. It's a little island off of Shaman. Is that the piano place? Yeah, that's got, like, no cars or anything on it. It's just, like, a small island... And it's, like, full of pianos and, like, organs for some reason. I forget what the story is behind it, but whenever you're walking around the island, you just hear these, like, piano playing and stuff. Yeah, it's really cool. It's kind of got, like, a Macau sort of a vibe Mm. to it. It's in between Taiwan and China. Um, But somebody had arranged this bus, and the whole thing from start to finish was really shady. Like, we were all to meet (laughs) at one spot, so we met at one spot, and then they shuttled us out. Um, in, like, we were probably 16 people, and they put us in, like, one of those tiny vans. Like, we were stacked three high. Like, I was sitting on somebody's lap, somebody was sitting on my lap. Oh, my goodness. Like, you know when you see those videos of the police pulling over a (laughs) truck on the highway, and there's, like, 45 people inside, like, one small van? It was like that. And then we... Yeah, then we got on the bus, like, in this abandoned parking lot. Like, it was so non-official. I don't know what was going on. Like, here, usually, you know, you go to the depot and you give them a ticket. And and this was, like, very shadily arranged. But the whole thing was just a big... But we had a good time. We had a good time at the Because you're all sleep-deprived. That's why. You're all just, like... Yeah, we just, like... rugby! Try to cover it up with beer, basically. That was a trip that I accidentally peed on a toad. It was in, like, a squat <laughs> toilet, and nobody was going in the stall. <laughs> and and I didn't know why people weren't going in the stall. And I had had a couple beers, but I was not, like, super drunk or anything. But anyway, I had a couple beers, and I really had to go. You know, when you have a drinking beer, you really have to go. So I'm like, why isn't anyone going in the stall? I'm just going to go. So I went in and then did my <laughs> business, and then as I was flushing, I looked down in the toilet, and there was a toad in there. <laughs> Like, sorry, buddy. <laughs> well, anyway. he wasn't using it, was he? He wasn't using the style, so, you know. No. What do you want, you know? He was, no, he was just hanging out in the water of the toilet, apparently. <laughs> I'm glad he didn't decide to, like, hop while I was, oh. like, squatted over the, you know. Like, that would have <laughs> been, been a totally different story. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Anywho, that's my <laughs> only experience with sleeper, uh, let's say, just transportation in china mm-hmm. in general i haven't done any of the trains before what about um like what about flights and things since we're on transportation like mm. how, how's your experience of flights within china domestic flights i've experienced have always been late i've always, always. had that i've always had that i mean in general like on the mainland tr- uh, flights are never on time mm-hmm. but for the majority the flights i've taken have been on time. Oh, consider yourself lucky. Every single I flight I've ever taken. Yeah. Even the ones that are like six in the morning I've had are late. Like I've gotten, because when they're delayed for a certain amount of time, then they give you those cup of noodles and they, they have a whole procedure because it happens so often. <laughs> they're like, oh, by. here it is. Time to bring cup out the ramen. cup of, yeah, cup of ramen and bottle of water for everybody. It's because all ladies keep throwing coins in the engines. That's why. <laughs> Oh, 
man. Maybe that's why some people are preferring to do the high-speed trains. Maybe they keep the schedule tighter than the planes. Well, I mean, I looked at um, some flights compared with the train. And so, say, for example, a flight from Shenzhen to Xiamen, it's an hour and a bit for the flight, but it's it's 700 RMB. Okay. So that's not too bad. Obviously, the hour, but of course, you need to be at the airport, say, two hours in advance. I mean, you're meant to be. And then to get to the airport, the air, airport's out in the sticks. And although they've just put in that new line, um, which, so it's like from out the closest metro to us, it's like like 20 minutes to mm-hmm. the airport it's super fast which is great yeah but still you need to get you need you need to take time to get there um whereas the train from shenzhen to shaman it's like it's three hours which is is not a bad time and it's only 180 rmb oh, so wow. actually i think probably taking the train if you can buy your, t- your tickets in advance and you don't have to hang around in the train station then it's probably you know takes less time and it's yeah. cheaper Okay, okay. I didn't realize the price difference was so great. 700 RMB versus 180. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, for one one hour and a bit versus three hours. Plus, you know, it always takes time to board the plane. Yeah, that's it. So I think taking a train is yeah. probably takes less time, too. Huh. In, wow. the, in the long run, you know, overall. Yeah, and also depending on where the station is, because usually mm. the train stations are more centrally located than the airports. You, airports are usually on the outskirts, so it makes yeah. sense that you would be closer to your final destination once you get there. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, and I suppose that's a good lead-on to just talking about the metro in general. I know we've sp- spoken about the wonders of the Shenzhen metro, <laughs> but actually now with those extra lines getting to the train station to take the high speed train takes even less time than before. It was a bit of it was a bit of awkward to get there before I think a bit. Mm. Uh, we would always take a cab. But now it's like it's pretty good. Yeah, nice. Yeah, just transportation in general in China is excellent. When I go home, um I really miss that. Not just being able myself for for public transportation, but also shipping goods and stuff like that. Like just mm. today I ordered some stuff off with off of Taobao, which is my mistake. I looked at the picture and I thought that I would be getting what was in the picture, but uh, I ordered a swimsuit, but only the bottom part came, oh. <laughs> and I didn't read the Chinese well enough to know that that was what was happening. Anyway, so I had to return something, and um, all I need to do was press a button in the app, and then within like 20 minutes, a guy showed up and was like, I'll take your stuff for you. And I gave him the stuff to to send off because he's using his e-bike. Yeah, another excellent form of transportation in China. That I I don't think I've ever been on one of those, but you had one, didn't you? I had one, yeah, and I loved it. In <laughs> Shenzhen, though, they're technically they're illegal unless they're for like service mm. people. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> quote unquote illegal, but no, uh, they do sometimes have raids where they stop people and confiscate the bikes or fine people for having e-bikes because you're not supposed to have them here, but. Uh, I had one in Chengdu, and I had so much fun on that. <laughs> so much fun. I enjoyed that so much. Doing wheelies and stuff. Mm. I definitely did fall down a few mm. times. Though. Like, you know how when it rains and they have some areas where the... the Tiles. It's just tile. It's so slick. It's mm-hmm. like ice. So, yeah, I definitely did fall down. But I had uh, I got a lot of use out of that thing, and I missed it when I came here. What about tuk-tuks? 
those like uh, I think tuk tuk is how they call them in Thailand. Thailand. Yeah. But I don't know what you would call them here. They're those like three wheels yeah. carts. I've yeah. Um, the only thing I can say about those is, I, but my husband almost got knocked down by one. Some <laughs> guy like. Oh no. So he was on his phone and he and Barrett was like crossing the road or something and the dude just like drove into him. Oh wow. Oh yeah, I think I remember yeah. you guys having. But I think they're handy for you know transporting goods. Well, here again, they don't really have them. But like, if you go to, I mean, for passengers, let's say. Oh, for passengers. Yeah. yeah, but in Guangzhou and like most other Chinese cities, they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's one big difference between Shenzhen and most other Chinese cities is that most other cities you can just like hop on the back of somebody's bike and they'll take you somewhere right like here you can find that here and there yeah. but it's not a super common form of transportation but now it isn't because there's all the bikes the shat like the yeah. e-shan bikes no one needs to hop on the back of a dodgy e-bike with mm. a dude like you just cycle yourself now it's true which is great i actually read um that uh mobike and ofo were planning on merging <gasps> yes possibly i'm waiting for this because now there's just like too many different companies going on so there's plenty of bikes out there but who wants to put a deposit on every single company you're not gonna so annoying that's mm-hmm. great yeah. that's great i love me a mobike uh <laughs> <laughs> and like just going back to the whole transportation thing in general, just because this has kind of been in the news quite a bit is that one belt one road mm. Yeah, this initiative for China is like building a new Silk Road by land and by sea to connect like Central Asia and actually um, Eastern, almost Eastern Europe with Mm. with Asia. So that's pretty cool. Like in general, on a large scale, they're just doing transportation well, like logistics transportation. They do it really well. Mm. They're investing a lot in the movement of things and people around the world. <laughs> yeah. I, I read, uh, I, I can't remember exactly the facts, but I'm sure I read that there had been a train that had gone from China all the way to the UK. Oh. I don't know, I don't know how, where, I don't know what, like, the route it took. A but, train? Yeah, I mean, just for cargo, I think, and it it went one way and then came back. The, I think they're, like, doing tests and stuff to see. Oh, is there, a, like, a train, are there train, I guess there's a canal, right? I, you know what, I'm not sure exactly how huh. it maybe did. It's like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, it just like gets <laughs> yeah, wings. Just, <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I, I, I almost want to say it's, it seems like impossible, but I'm sure that's what I read. Hmm. I'm surprised that there would be connecting points for all those tracks, but who knows? I don't, I don't, know. Have no idea. I don't know a whole lot about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um... Have you, have you been on any other form of transportation? Like, uh, I was thinking think. like boats and things. Oh, I've been on a cruise. Oh, <laughs> a cruise. okay. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> not, so luxurious. Yeah, it's, not, it's not fancy. Not in China. Um, no, no, I, I've never, I haven't been on a, I mean, I've been on like those pedaloos or whatever in China, but um, <laughs> and no. If, and ferries. Yeah, and ferries to get like, yeah, from the islands and, because from here we have a port we can get to Macau, we can get to Hong Kong via ferry, and then we also uh, when I when we went to Gulang Yu for that rugby tournament, we also took a ferry. Mm-hmm. Um, which okay, I had some kind of crazy experience from the ferry from Macau to. I'm trying to remember if it was Macau to Hong Kong or Macau to Shenzhen, but it was a 
typhoon mm. weather. So, and then we were with my parents again. And um, they were just driving. They drive so fast. It's like a speedboat, but it's got 100 people on yeah. it. And we were bouncing off the waves. And at one point, we bounced so high that one of the windows broke in the ferry. And then, like, rain was pouring in from the window. Everybody was, like, all the girls were crying. Pretty much everybody threw up. Like, it was really insane. Really insane. My mom, like, I could, I looked back and her knuckles were, like, white holding on to the chairs. And, like, my dad was, like, green because he had been, like, sick. And it was just, like, crazy... It was not a fun experience, but for the most part, I have had good experiences on the ferries here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So tell us about your cruise. Oh, um, it was a three-day cruise um, on the Yangtze River. Mm. Uh, that was part of the trip with my parents, um, and we went from uh, Chongqing to Yichang, and um, just wandered. Uh, not wandered, flowed <laughs> down the river, and we went on little like excursions. In general, it was it was nice, like. You know, we were just, you could just, I don't know, just relax. Nice. Yeah. But we were meant to go through, the, we were meant to go through the Three Gorges Dam at the last minute. They said, oh, sorry, we're not going to do that. Wait, wasn't that my like da- one of the yeah, main that purposes? Was the whole, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that was the whole point because my, my dad's, you know, we knew my dad would really enjoy it, but no, it didn't happen. <sighs> Unfortunately. Well, that's too bad, I must say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have any... The forms of transportation you want to talk about? Um, no, I think like covered most of it. Like the e-bikes are something that I use on a daily basis. Um, the metro, the bus system here, like intercity bus system, cool. is really good. Yeah, I like Holly and I both enjoy taking the bus. It's nice to be like above ground and see where you're going. It's you can usually get a seat, whereas in the metro you generally can't get a seat. Um, and sometimes it's faster, mm-hmm. but the metro here is also really good. And now they've opened up all these new lines here in Shenzhen. Like when I first came, there were two lines, and the second line only had four stops. Now there are seven, I think, seven or eight, maybe more than that. In fact, I've seen like line eleven, but I think that mm, there are some missing, missing. in. They haven't the, filled out. I think so. I'm sure I saw a map of like what it's how it's meant to look when it's everything's like done and dusted. Wow, it's just insane. Yeah. It's like the Guangzhou. Mm-hmm. The Guangzhou metro I always find really confusing, though. Because they, they kind of built it in layers. Like, with Shenzhen, they knew the city was yeah. going to be super busy and need some kind of transportation system like that. But with Guangzhou one, it's kind of like, oh, Higgledy no, this Piggledy. isn't enough. We yeah. need to put in another line. And yeah. so there's some, it's like, you have to go one way and then go back. Go back. <laughs> yeah. It's like the underground. The yeah. underground. Yeah, yeah, similar. Those older <laughs> ones, it's harder to like make it work seamlessly. It, oh, if you need to get somewhere like quickly, obviously it's a pain, but in, I find it quite cool, actually. Mm. Like mm-hmm. taking the train to different places. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, how about drones? Because oh. we're talking about transportation of goods, and actually like China is investing a lot in like drone delivery mm-hmm. so instead of quite P- these guys running around yeah who have to run so fast to get your package from one place to the other they're now like and i think amazon is doing the same thing like drop delivery by mm-hmm. drone cool <sighs> what an age we live in yeah I, I i you know um a couple of episodes ago i mentioned about those these um like 
shops that will sort of drive themselves, you know, to be used in oh, the rural areas. Yeah. So actually another company seemed to have actually established this uh, in China. Man, it looks awesome. Like really, really cool. It's groceries. This yeah, one? yeah, every like everything. Um, but there was there was so much detail in it, like of how they're going to prevent people from stealing stuff. Like it scans people and scans yeah. their objects. So if you don't pay, it will know. Like there'll be like a lockdown or something. <laughs> You'll be, like, it's stuck really in awesome. Truck. <laughs> yeah. What if you just like sit in there and like eat stuff like while you're oh. in the truck? <laughs> uh, well, they've got like face recognition. They're gonna really like scan your face and everything. Like to get in, you need to use some sort of like scan, like scan some part of you. Like I, mm. I don't know. It's wow. I think it's uh, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of high tech stuff going on here. Oh yeah, another form of transportation that you see a lot here, which is kind of unusual, are those electronic unicycles. Oh yeah. Which is, um, a lot of them are, or most of them in the world are manufactured here in mm. Shenzhen. So they're very affordable here. So all the kids have yeah. them and even adults have them. You see these guys in business suits like cruising <laughs> to work yeah. with these like electric unicycles with these light up, uh, wheels yeah. and stuff. It's, it looks really futuristic. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Yeah. I'm seeing fewer of the, fewer of those now. They seem to like, about six months to a year ago, they were like everywhere, but I'm, I'm, I'm not seeing so many now. I think maybe just also because you need to tote it around with you. Yeah. So if you're going to work, you still need to like pick it up when you, when you enter the building and they're heavy. I mean, some of them have like a handle, handle like yeah. luggage handle yeah. that kind of like comes out and retracts mm-hmm. and you can pull it along behind you, but still, like, if you compare it to the bikes, which you can just leave and forget about, and they're mm-hmm. not your responsibility anymore, it's still more of a hassle, I think. Yeah. And there's there was also, I've again, I, I only see a few now, but, like, the electric scooters, too. Oh, yeah. I don't know yeah. if you've seen those around. Yeah. They look pretty cool. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot, and I see, like, uh, parents going to get their kids from school on those things, and then like the kid is standing in the front and the parent standing on the back. Nice. Even the e- <laughs> uh, even the uh, bike sharing, like the mo bikes and stuff. A lot of times you'll see parents going to get their kids, and then the kid is like in the basket. In the basket, the I've front. seen that as well. <laughs> They've no. started putting stickers in the basket that's like don't kid, yeah, yeah no like kids no allowed. more than like three kg or something like that. I'm surprised that a company haven't um, introduced like a parent child bike already yeah i mean maybe that'll happen in the future with a ba- with a proper basket for a kid or whatever or yeah. a seat an additional child seat yeah hmm. i guess that's not the current market for the most part maybe not maybe huh. uh have you seen any more of those two how no bikes i've seen around? i've seen one yeah uh oh wait no i've seen one but i've seen those other ones the ones you the new ones you told me about which were green and blue right? blue and i saw i can't remember where i was but they were they'd lined them up right outside like a metro station i, I remember thinking when i saw it, oh they've they've chosen like they've chosen that situation like really well like i can't remember where exactly it was but i remember thinking oh yeah you've thought about that like just <laughs> put them in this particular place <laughs> yeah yeah it's funny you see certain companies in certain like basically dominating certain mm-hmm. areas yeah, I honestly, I, I haven't, uh, I've seen just one two-hole bike, but I haven't seen anyone actually ride it. Yeah, I haven't seen anyone around. riding them either. 
They just look so fancy. I've seen a lineup of them, but not like not like Ofo or Mobike where you have tons of them. It was only like maybe six or seven in a line. And then I saw like one stray one, but other than that, I haven't seen them around. They just look too fancy. Like, like Chinese people were saying, netizens were saying like, oh, they look too fancy to ride. I'm scared to get on them. What? Because they're afraid. I think that they'll like... Lose their deposit if they oh, get scratched, or yeah, there's so many working pieces. It's got like the iPhone charger on it. It's got like it's got it's like voice talks to you. It's got some kind of speaker system on there. Did you say it does something with the height of the seat too? Yeah, like when you register for the bike, you put in your height, and then like when you unlock the bike, the seat automatically adjusts. That's a it. cool function. Yeah, that's really sweet. I think that's, that's the cool. only. I think like that's like super cool. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the only function that I feel like is. I think. Yeah, the color is this like glamorous gold with blue. It just looks so ridiculous. Nobody wants to be riding around in them. Right. (laughs) I mean, come on! If you're really that rich, you just get a car, right? I mean, this or a helicopter. Yeah, like what exactly is their target market? Like rich people who just like to ride bikes. In yeah. their money, <laughs> like, oh man, I don't know. I'm not sure what they're going for there. Me neither. Yeah. So do shall we do a Chinese word of the week? Yes, let's. Okay, so the word for transportation in Chinese is jiao tong, which is a very common word that you hear used around traffic and uh, roads and mm-hmm. this kind of thing. So jiao tong is transportation. Cool. So I will link to our dictionary. Um, so you can go to writtenchinese.com slash episode 98 and there'll be links to the dictionary so you can learn those words. Hey, oh. and send us any of your crazy transportation in China stories. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, please. And don't forget to leave us voicemail with your questions. Mm-hmm. We're running out of questions. We are. So you can go to writtenchinese.com slash voicemail and leave us your message that's right yeah or you can leave us a written message we don't mind um you can leave that on any of our podcast pages or on um our facebook page which is two white chicks to um the word to t-w-o <laughs> not the number <laughs> i lost my train of thought there for a second <laughs> <laughs> all right well we hope that you join us for the next episode of the two white chicks in china bye bye